God bless you. Welcome, Pastor Derek Fletcher, on today with Yes and Amen. Then we have Iyani and Derek Fletcher on today. Today we have an awesome lesson on today talking about baptism. And so stay tuned and welcome everyone. All right, welcome back, everyone. Can you see my screen, everyone? All right, can you see me? Okay. All right, so today, welcome, everyone. Pastor Derek Fletcher with Yes and Amen. Uh, you, <laughs> you church, we're going to talk about uh, understanding baptism. And welcome, everyone. And we have Derek and Iyani Fletcher on the line. So we're going to talk about baptism. And we're going to share key principles behind baptism. All right. So welcome. All right. So on today, 
We want you to understand what baptism is in the salvation process. We also want to share with you and give you education on, on a scriptural understanding of baptism. What does the scripture say? And then we want to inspire you to make a decision concerning baptism in your own lives. Very important. And so we're going to talk about baptism. We're going to talk about uh, born again, forgiveness, obedience, repentance, submission, and salvation. And so um, we're going to have Derek pray right now, and then we'll get started. Okay, unmute your phone, Derek, or your device unmute so you can pray. Father God, Father God, I thank you all today for giving us grace. Thank you for keeping us whole and healthy, Father God. For no one is killed, killed and destroyed. Father, Father God, God, we hope the people, the kids of Christ, Christ your, your children, children. Tell them every day of your word, word and, and how you make every day possible to hope. All right, was that it? Are you still praying? No. Did you finish? Yes. Okay, thank you. All right. <clears throat> so we have two memory verses for today. So Romans 6 and 4 was actually several memory verses. It says, we were therefore buried with him through baptism into death in order that just as Christ was risen from the dead through the glory of the Father, we too may live a new life. All right, let's go through that again. We were therefore buried with him through baptism unto death in order that just as Christ was risen from the dead through the glory of the Father, we too may live a new life. Right, one more time, Romans 6 and 4. We were therefore buried with him through baptism unto death in order that Christ, just as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, we too may live a life, a new life. All right. All right, you guys ready to try this with me? And repeat after me. Yes. Okay. All right, let's unmute everyone. Romans 6 and 4. Romans 6 and 4. We were therefore. We were therefore. Buried with him through baptism. Buried with him through baptism. Unto death. 
in order that okay yeah into death in order that just as jesus was raised from the dead through the glory of the father through the glory of the father we too may live a new life we too may live a new life all right that's awesome okay and so let's read this romans uh one through seven and so i'll read the first verse and then derek you read two three and four and then yanni you read five six and seven how about that okay verse six says what shall we say then shall we go on sinning so that grace may increase all right derek you'll go derek <clears throat> your go I know we are those who have died to sin. How can we live in it any longer? Or don't you know that all of us who were baptized into Jesus Christ were baptized into his death? We were transferred with him. We were therefore. We were therefore. Okay, Yanni, five, six, and seven. For if we have been united with him in a death like this, we will certainly also be united in him. Resurrection. Resurrection like this. For we know that our old self was crucified with him so that the body ruled by sin might be done away with. That we should no longer be slaves to him. Because anyone who has died has been set free from sin. Okay. So we have been set free from sin. And so it says anyone that has has died. And so what they're talking about here is the rebirth process of baptism. And as we work on our declaration of salvation through baptism and when we rise up from the water right the baptism represents the old man in us dying and then when we come up from the water it represents that we also are ascended with christ jesus and so that means we're free from the slavery of sin and the rule over us is no longer applicable. 
Sin has no more rule over us. Amen. So let's go to the next here. Okay, Derek already prayed. So it says getting started. So there's many different uh, group faith groups disagree about what baptism is or what it does or for what that reason is. It's important for students to understand that everything they will learn today is grounded on scripture, right? So make sure everyone has a Bible. Don't worry about it in this case, because we're gonna, <coughs> at least with us, um, if you're viewing, uh, if you have a Bible, grab your Bible. And so uh, these scriptures were taken exactly from the Bible. And so there's, there's instances of scripture that says that I baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Um, and then there's instances where it says, I baptize you in the name of Christ Jesus. And there's other folks that says, hey, you got to be baptized in the name of Jesus. Okay. And, and so it's all scriptural based. And so we're going to reveal that. We're going to look at it on today. And so today we will discuss something uh, that is all over the scriptures. And yet sometimes we don't talk about it much. So there's scriptures and we're going to talk about things uh, relative to the subject of baptism, right? The Bible says a lot about baptism. And so we will get into that, but it's important we start where we are, okay? So what do you think, Derek, baptism is? And and I'm going to ask you, Yanni, too. Derek? Showering, Showering the body from sin. Showering from sins, okay. Making someone new. Making someone new. Okay. Like new. All right, Yanni. What do you think? I think it's showering from all your sins. Showering from all your sins. Showering from all your sins. Oh, showering all your sins. Can you guys hear me on the? Yes. Hello, hello. Can you hear me now? Yeah. We can hear you. Can you hear me now? Yes. Okay. All right. So what do you think baptism is? I'll answer that too. So I think baptism is the rebirth process that all believers must go through with. And it's symbolic of Jesus conquering death, hell, and the grave. And it represents our new inheritance in Jesus Christ. And it's an area that all believers should uh, have done. And there's many stipulative things, but ultimately we're saved by faith, right? And so what do you think baptism does? Clears you of all your sins. Okay, Iyani says clears you of all your sins. Are you unmuted, Iyani? No. Okay, thank you. You are now, right? So baptism, Iani says baptism clears you of all your sins. Okay, Derek, what do you think? I think as well clears you of all your sins. Okay. All right. Okay, so I I 
baptism, what you think baptism does. Yeah, I think that's a part of it. Um, and then it, it unites us from the aspect of, of Christ. We're no longer bound by the limits of what the flesh can do. And it opens up our inheritance uh, through Jesus Christ, I believe, also. So baptism is an important part of God's plan for our salvation. It's important to start with scripts with a scriptural understanding of what baptism is. Always, because there's different, uh, different denominational uh, positions referencing baptism. <laughs> and so I picked out two scriptures one uh, in Samaria, and then one referencing the uh, Ethiopian eunuch. And so baptism is a part of God's plan. And so let's look, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just hold the screen here. And so you can copy down the scriptures here um, and look them up uh, later with your Bible. So, And so uh, there's a key thing about baptism. One is a person will preach the word and it talks about heard. So you have to hear the word. You have to hear the message of salvation. Okay. And once you hear the message of salvation, you have to believe, right? I confess that Jesus is Lord over my life. I have to believe the message about the good news that I hear. Not only that, uh, you should repent of your wrongdoings and sins, if it's applicable in this case, right? You, you repent, and then you confess to God. You, you openly confess um, that through Christ, he's made a new way of life for me, and, and that I'm a new creature in Christ Jesus. And then the final step is you, you become baptized uh, through immersion, uh, not necessarily sprinkling, but there's a, folks that do sprinkle. And so there's a Greek word that, that's called bat, baptizo. I think I said it right. And so that means to dunk or to immerse fully in the water. And there's other folks that sprinkle, um, you know, that dip and that type of thing. But, okay, what is it here? It says, you have to be. You have to hear the good news. You have to believe. You have to repent. You have to confess and then be baptized. You hear the word, believe the word, repent, confess, and be baptized. Okay. And so let's look at these scriptures. I'm going to mention these out right here. Uh, so we have um, Acts two, fourteen through forty one. Okay, and we won't be reading. That's the day of Pentecost. Samaria. We're going to look at that one. And that's Acts 8, 4 through 13. The Ethiopian eunuch. That's Acts 8, 35 through 39. And this is Cornelius, which is Acts 10, 34 through 48. And then we have Lydia. And that's Acts chapter 16, verses 13 through 15. And then we have the jailer, Acts 16, 31 through 33. So let's take a look at the Samaria example and the 
Ethiopian eunuchs example. Okay, so let's see how many scriptures we have here. We have like 11 scriptures. <clears throat> okay, so I'll read three. Derek, you'll read four, and Yanni, you'll read four, okay? Yeah. So I'll read the first three here. It says, fill up Acts 8, 4 through 13. And so it says here, those who had been scattered preaching the word wherever they went, Philip went down to a city in Samaria and proclaimed the Messiah there. He preached the good news. He talked about the Messiah and the hope of glory and resurrection and the deliverance from sin. When the crowds heard Philip and saw the signs he performed, and so the signs he performed dealt with um, sickness and disease. He's healing people. He's delivering people from demonic oppression. Um, he's probably helping blind eyes to see, the lame to walk. Those are signs and wonders that he performed. They all paid close attention to what he said. For with Shrek's impure spirits came out of many, and many were who were paralyzed or lame were healed. Okay, one, one, two, three. Okay, I read four. Okay, um, so Derek, start with eight. Do I just need to read three? Um, no, you're gonna read four. And then okay. Yanni, read, read down to, read down to 10, eight, nine, 10, and then Yanni Ari, 11, okay. 12, So there 13. was great joy in the city. Now for some time, a man named Simon had practiced sorcery. sorcery in the city and amazed all the people of Semit, Samaria. Samaria. He boosted that he was someone great. Boasted. Boasted. That's a long script. That he was great. Okay, read 10. And all the people, both high, both, both high and low, gave him their attention and explained this man is rightly called the great power of God. Okay, Iyani. 11, please, Iyani, unmute. Did you guys unmute? They followed him because he had amazed them for a long time. Okay, Derek, you did not mute it's, earlier. Yeah, I the good news of the kingdom 
of God, in the name of Jesus Christ, they were baptized, both men and women. Simon was delivered and was baptized, and he followed Philip every year. Okay, good. Okay, I'm going to need you to go back, Derek, and unmute your mic and read the verses that you read. Okay. So you started at eight and read down to 10. Okay. It's super important that you unmute your unmute your mic so that others can hear you. Okay, they please. You. Did you hear me? Yes. It's super important that you unmute your mic so that you can speak. Okay. They followed him because he had amazed them for a long time with his sorcery. But when they <laughs> believe Philip, as he proclaimed the good news of the kingdom of God and the name of Jesus Christ. They were baptized, both men and women, men and women. Simon himself believed and was baptized and he followed Philip everywhere, astonished by the great signs and wonders, signs and miracles he saw. Okay, so it's super important when you read and I ask you to unmute that you unmute. And that means to do it without contest, to do it without asking back. You understand everyone? Yes. You understand Iyani? Iyani Fletcher? Okay, I'm going to need you to sit up, Iyani Fletcher. I'm going to need you to sit up. Please sit up. No, no, sit up. Sit up. Sit up. Sit up. Okay, so Acts 8, 35 through 39. Then Philip began with that very passage of scripture and told him the good news about Jesus. Okay, Derek, uh, read the next one. 36, unmute. As they traveled along the water and the eunuch, and the eunuch, eunuch said, and the eunuch said, look here, look here is water. water. 
what, what can stand, stand in my in the way of my being of my being my yes okay yanni you read the last two verses Unit. Unit went down into the water and saw a bad place. When they came out of the water, the spear of the Lord suddenly took Philip away, and the the spirit of the Lord suddenly took Philip away. Did see him again, but went on his way rejoicing. And the eunuch did not see him again, but he went on his way. Okay, so if we look, we see the examples here, right? In Samaria, they heard it, they believed, and they were baptized. So the eunuch, he heard it, he read it, he believed, he confessed, and he was baptized. Let's see here. All right. Any question about that as we read? No. Okay. All right, let's go down to the next part here. So there are many scriptures shown on the chart. All right, so, but we don't need to look at all of them. We uh, just selected two. Okay, so we have three sets of scriptures here. Let's see here. So we'll have Iyani read the first set of scriptures. And then Derek, you're going to read the second set of scriptures. So Acts 2, and, and I'll read the third set of scriptures. So Yanni, read Acts 2, 38 through 41, please. And unmute your mic, please. Peter replied, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins. And you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. For promises you and your children and for all who are far off. For all whom the Lord our God will call. With many other words he warned us. And he pleaded and with them. Save yourselves from the corrupt generation. Those who accepted his message were baptized in about 3,000. We're added to the number that day. Okay. Well, 3,000 were added in that day. Okay, Derek. Yes. Read Acts 8, 35 through 39, please. Okay. Unmute. Then. Can we already read this? Please read it. 
Then when Philip began with that very passage of scripture, and told him that the good news about Jesus. As they traveled along the road, they came to some water and the eunuch said, yeah, read again for the audience. We are recording. This is not just for you, it's for others that are listening in. Please. Look here is water. What can you stand in the way of my being baptized? And he gave words to stop the chariot. Then both Philip and then the eunuch went down into water. And Philip baptized him. When they came, when, well, when they came, came up out of the water, the Spirit of the Lord suddenly took Philip away. The eunuch did, did not see him, see him again. again. But, but when he went to his way, rejoicing. Okay, he went on his way rejoicing. Okay, so this is a lesson. And if the scriptures repeat, just read them. Right, because there's other students that's looking at this all around the world. Okay, does everyone hear that? Does everyone understand what I'm sharing? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Acts 10, 34 and 48. Then Peter began to speak. I now realize how true it is that God does not show favoritism, but accepts from every nation, the one who fears him and does what is right. God is not a respecter of persons, guys. If you fear him, if you accept him, if you walk in faith and you believe him, he will use you. He will allow his anointing to flow through your body. You know the message God sent to the people of Israel, announcing the good news of peace through Jesus Christ, who is Lord of all. You know what has happened throughout the province of Judea beginning in Galilee after the baptism that John preached. Now God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and power. And now he went around doing good and healing all who were under the power of the devil because God was with him. We are witnesses of everything he did in the country of the Jews and in Jerusalem. They killed him by hanging him on the cross, but God raised him from the dead on the third day 
and caused him to be seen. He was not seen by all people, but by witnesses whom God had already chosen by us who ate and drank with him after he rose from the dead. He commanded us to preach to the people and to testify that he is the one who God appointed as judge of the living and the dead. All the prophets testify about him that everyone who believes in him receives forgiveness of sins through his name. That's, that's very important. Since while Peter was still speaking these words, the Holy Spirit came on all who heard the message. The circumcised believers who had come with Peter were astonished that the gift of the Holy Spirit had been poured out even on Gentiles. For they heard them speaking in tongues and praising God. Then Peter said, surely no one can stand in the way of their being baptized with water. They have received the Holy Spirit just as we have. So he ordered that they be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. Then they asked Peter to stand with them for a few days. Stay, excuse me, stay with them for a few days. Sorry about that. Okay, so it says here, in each of the passages we read about conversions, people going from non-believers to believers. In each account, several things occurred. When you look at the chart, you see that some of these things are mentioned, some are not. Repentance, for instance, is only mentioned in one's account, but every, but not in every single one. However, baptism is mentioned in every single account of conversation, of every single account of conversion, excuse me, in the book of Acts. So why do you believe baptism is mentioned in every account? Iyani, please unpause and share. I think it's about baptism. Okay. Okay. What about you, Derek? Wow. wow. Okay, so baptism is a part of the 
the conversion process. Um, yeah. It's but, the, but. Yeah, okay. You were going to say something? Never mind. Okay, I'll give you question yeah. two. So I think it's an important part for every account because baptism is the faith move for every believer. Okay? And so as we, it symbolizes our death with Christ, but then it also symbolizes our resurrection with Christ also. And it's it's a part of your salvation. And so which reminds me, we have to uh, set some things up so you guys can get baptized. So what does that say about the importance of baptism, Derek? That every encounter, that every account there was a baptism. What does it say? Hmm. Hmm. Do we um, I like repeating the question. So is it an important part of the salvation process or is it not? It is. It is. Okay. All right. That's good. It says here, baptism is our response to God. Okay. So here it says in First Peter 3 and 21, it says, and this water symbolizes baptism that now saves you also not the removal of dirt from the body but the pledge of a clear conscience toward god it saves you by the resurrection of jesus christ what do you think about that So what is bat what is baptism according to the verse? According to the verse, baptism symbolism. It's a symbolism. It's a declaration. What else is it, Yanni? It's kind of how oh, you love God and like. How you love God. Okay. And it's a commitment. Say it again. Okay. I help you to be closer to God. Okay. All right. Baptism is by immersion according to scripture. Right. I kind of mentioned that from the beginning. It says, how do we prove that baptism is by immersion? The word used in Greek is 
baptizo, baptizo, and it means and it means to dunk or immerse. No other word is used when referencing the act of baptism in the Old Testament, in the New Testament, excuse me. At the beginning of our lesson, we looked at three different methods or types, and I don't think we really talked about it, but we did, did we, of baptism currently practiced. So it's uh, baptism through immersion, and that's the most important uh and that's scriptural. It says, uh, uh, then we have sprinkling and then dipping. But immersion is what the Bible talks about. So there's more to baptism than what it is thought. We also need to understand what baptism does. What does it do? Okay, it says A. So it says it makes disciples. Are you disciples? Yes. Are you students? Are you disciplined? Do you pray every day? Do you read your Bible every day? <clears throat> okay, so it says here in Matthew, Matthew uh, 28 and 19, it says, therefore go and make disciples of all nations baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. All right. Let's take a look at this. So Yanni, where should you go to make disciples? Okay, unmute. We can't hear you. Where should we go to make disciples? All nations. Okay. Uh oh. I had it crossed up. So yeah. Everywhere, all nations. So, Derek, who should go and make disciples? Just some, or part, or a lot. A lot. So, what about everyone, every Christian? Yes. Okay, baptism is. The beginning of the journey, not the end, it's the beginning. We have attached to Christian to Christ. We are attached to Christ through baptism. There are a ton of scriptures that talk about how we put on Christ through baptism. Let's look at a few of them. Okay, I'll take the Galatian scriptures. Derek, take Colossian scriptures. And then Yanni, you take the uh, first Peter scripture. Okay. Okay, let's look at what Galatians says. Galatians 3 and 26. It says, so in Christ Jesus, 
you are all children of God through faith. And then in 27, it says, for all of you who were baptized in Christ have clothed yourselves with Christ. Okay, Derek, your turn, Colossians. Having embraced him in baptism, in which you were also raised with him through faith the working of God raised him from the dead. Okay. And this water symbolizes. Uh, stop, stop. First Peter. So it gives you by, it saves you by the resurrection of Christ. So it cleans our consciousness. So what does it mean to be clothed, to clothe yourself in Christ, with Christ? What does it mean for you, Derek? Clothe yourself with Christ. What does it mean for you? Always stay loyal with Christ. And, and teach, teach others about the word. Okay. Okay. What about you, Yanni? Always clothe yourself in Christ. Clothing yourself in Christ is like showering yourself in Christ, getting baptized. Okay. So it's like that. Okay. So for me, it means, right, as I get dressed, I never leave the house unless I have clothes on, right? And so when I clothe myself with Christ, he's with me everywhere I go. So how are we connected to Christ through baptism? Yanni? Because we're closer to because When we get baptized, we're in the holy water, and we're showering all our sins. Okay. All right, you'll go, Derek. Mm. Uh, How are you connected to Christ through baptism? I guess, I you, guess could you could say, say it's like, like um, um, something, something that connects, connects like, like a, a word problem. problem. A, a word, word that, that connects, connects with, with something, something else, else, like a Christian and Christ. Christ. You connect those together. together. But, but you, you have, have like, like millions, millions more. more. Oh, okay. And they're all connected. In the, in the same, same way, way like, like a huge, huge circle, circle like, like circles, circles of the people, people 
crisis in the middle, and people of baptism are also connected, which connects to other people, to other people, to other people, and, other people, and it just goes in a huge way. Okay, so Christ, for me, I'm going to answer this one too. So Christ was baptized by John the Baptist. And so as we are baptized, right, we, we are connected. And then Jesus was the first of his kind, meaning interdwell with the Holy Spirit. And, and he went into the wilderness. And so he was the firstborn of his kind. And so as I'm connected, as I'm baptized with Christ, that means I'm, I'm dead in Christ. And so death, hell, sin, and the grave, the consciousness of sin, I have been set free. I've been justified through the act of Christ Jesus. And so by me being baptized, I'm connected. I'm a part of the body of believers. Man, we got to get you guys baptized. We have to. Okay, so here, Romans 6, 1 through 7. All right, I'm going to read the first verse. Then Derek, you're going to read 2, 3, and 4, and then Yanni, 5, 6, 7. Hey, deja vu. What should we say then? Shall we go on sinning so that, so that grace may increase? Okay, Derek, two, three, and four. By no means, by no means, we are those who have died of sin. How can, How can we live, live in it any longer? Any longer? Or, or don't you know, know that all of us, us who were baptized in Christ, Christ Jesus, Jesus were baptized, were baptized in death. death? We were. We were stop, stop. One, two. Okay, go ahead. Keep going. Sorry about that. We were, therefore. Come on, Derek. Four, verse four. We were, we were therefore there buried with him through, through baptism, baptism into, into death, death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead, from the from dead, dead through the glory of the Father, we too may live a new life. A new life. Okay. Yanni, five, six, and seven, please. For if we have been united with him in death like this, we have certainly also been united with him in resurrection like his. For we now that know that our old self has was crucified with him so that the body of our might be done away with. That we should no longer be slaves to sin because anyone who has died has been set free from sin. Anyone who has died has been set free from sin. 
So, okay. Dead to sin, alive in Christ. What does this passage compare baptism to? Anybody who wants to answer that? Oh, okay. So what does this passage uh, compare baptism to? Anyone can answer that, unmute and answer that. Okay, Derek, looks like you're ready for that question. What does this passage compare baptism to, Derek? Um, it compares back to buried with Christ. Oh, wow. Yanni, besides in his death, how are we united with Christ according to verse 5? And a death like his. For if we have been united with him in death, like with him in a death like his, we will certainly also be united with him in resurrection like his. And what did you say? In a death like his. In the what? In a death like his. His resurrection and life. Okay. What does this result in according to verse 7? Derek? Don't do it. Say so why not? Don't Be highlight it. I'm not going to highlight it. I need you to look at verse 7 and answer the question. Does anyone... Anyone who has died has been set from sin. Set free from sin. What does this result in accord in according to verse seven? Well, what about being set free from sin? Yeah, and anything else you want to add to that, Derek? What does this result in according to verse seven? What does baptism 
or Set being okay okay trying to think of something else okay i saw that Never mind. Baptism makes us a follower of Christ, free from sin, united with him in his death, burial, and, which is key, his what? What's that word, Derek? What's that word? Death, burial, and what? Resurrection. What is resurrection? Resurrection is live again. To live again, to be resurrected, to be raised up. Resurrection. To bring life, to give life. A, a new life in Christ. Baptism, baptism present represents the forgiveness of sins. What do you think about that? Baptism about? represents the forgiveness of sins. You think so? Yes. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> so Acts 2 and 38. Iyani, read that. Peter replied. Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Okay. Derek, First Peter 3 and 21. Man, man, water, water, not that, not the, 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 not Baptism. And this water symbolizes baptism that now saves you out also. Not the removal of dirt from the body, but the pledge of the spirit from science toward God. It saves you by the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Okay, so a clear conscience toward God. What is that? What's a clear conscience? Yanni? Having nothing on your mind and okay. not worrying about everything. Okay. What is a clear conscience, Derek? Mm -hmm. Yeah, you don't know. Not what sure. about free from worry that if someone asks you something uh, that you're not condemned? Are you? feel the weight of sin or conviction mm. or the weight that hey i've done something wrong clear conscience right your mind is clear
So does baptism save us? Yes. Why or why not? <clears throat> okay. I'm pretty sure it saves us. It we're saved by faith. We're saved by faith. Baptism is a part of the process. And so what if someone give themselves to Christ by faith and they believe and they're never baptized? That's like the question of the century. Do you think God, if, if they're truly saved, you think God's going to hold it against them that they died before they could be baptized? Because we're saved by faith. But if you're alive and you have opportunity, you really should get baptized because it's a personal life experience and it's going to free you from the consciousness of sin. It's an it's a outward symbolization, but it's a commitment to God, another level of commitment to God. So why did Peter say repent and be baptized, Derek? Why do you think he said that? Well, I'm pretty sure repent and baptize means repent and get sin. Okay, repent be, from your sins. And be baptized to be saved. Okay, baptized to be saved. That's good. That's good, Derek. Woo! All right. So the resurrection of Christ and his grace saves us. And our baptism is a representation of that. Again, the water doesn't save you, right? The water does not save you. But forgiveness of sins is directly related to baptism in Scripture. It is also important to mention that a scripture that in scripture baptism never acts alone, right? It's not the cure-all, it's not the magic trick, right? There's bat, there's repentance, there's confession, there's belief. All these things work in partnership with baptism towards salvation. Salvation is not a punctuated event, the end of, right? right? So however, remember, as we discovered earlier, baptism is always a part of the process. Okay, let's make it real. So what I'm gonna do right now, I'm just gonna hold the, hold the screen here for about a minute. And so here are the scriptures. And so if anyone's watching, you can pause uh, the, the video and look at these scriptures. So here are some other key verses with respect to baptism. They're very important. All right, so I, what did I say, 30 seconds? We'll ju we're just gonna hold that there for a minute. All right. We'll come back down to them in a minute. So let's make it real. Maybe you are hearing all of this and wondering why it matters. Chances are some of you have been baptized. Some of you probably have not. Some of you may have 
some serious questions about it. Questions like, do I have to be baptized to be saved? What if someone is sick and they can't be immersed and gets and get sprinkled? Instead, they instead they are saved. Right? Are they still saved instead? Right? If you're on your way to get baptized at a church and die in a car accident, do you go to heaven? What do you think? If I commit suicide? No, car accident. Okay, if you're saved, well, it says if you're on your way to the church to get baptized and you have an accident in your car, do you go to heaven? Yeah. Okay. So baptism, right? If if you if you've already confessed Jesus is Lord, you're saved by faith, right? And so I'm gonna put that in context. So if you are on your way to get baptized and you die in a car accident, do you go to heaven? I'm gonna say yes. Why? Because you are saved by faith, and now you're gonna take that process and that extra step to be baptized so that you can elevate your relationship with God. Now, some people may have an argument with me about that, but we're saved by our faith in God and by his grace. So these questions are good and options sometimes vary, right? Opinions sometimes vary, excuse me. However, if you haven't been baptized, I want to challenge you to think about it. If it makes us disciples, helps us to be forgiven, unites us with Christ, and is part of God's plan, why shouldn't you think about it, right? So you should do it, all right? Again, these scriptures right here. I'm just going to hold them right there on the page there so people can see it. <clears throat> Matter of fact, let's go ahead and pray. All right. It's just we can capture those scriptures. Father, we thank you for today. We thank you for this awesome lesson about baptism. We thank you that through baptism, we add another level of growth relative to discipleship and that we have been set free from the yoke of bondage of sin and the commission of sin. We thank you and we praise you and we glorify you. We call out to you all today. We thank you for this lesson. We thank you for saving grace. And so, amen. God bless everyone on today and while the scriptures are still there. We thank you for tuning in and be blessed on today. This is Pastor Derek Fletcher with Yes and Amen. And we have Derek and Yanni Fletcher.